I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's cracking, everybody? James Coe, Sean Levine here with you on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. All right, let's talk about the NFC South. Uh, basically, the NFC South title on the line here Sean Panthers plus three taking on the Bucks in Tampa Bay over underline set at 40 and a half. How do you see the game playing out? Yeah, all that coach of the year conversation we were just having with Pete Carroll. How about your boy Steve Wilkes in Carolina where he took over a team that had already fired their coach. Right. I don't even think they were trying at all this season. Then they just keep winning football games. And if they win this one, then they're one win away. The Carolina Panthers from making the playoffs this year. It's just crazy to think. <laughs> All that being said, it's, it's mad. Nah, I, I, I don't think they have a chance in this particular game. It's been a nice little story, but you got to think that the mm-hmm. game is being played in Tampa, and most of the time in his career, Tom Brady has proven that when his team needs to win a game, obviously whether it's late in the regular season, sometimes back in the day, New England will be going back and forth, oftentimes with Indy to see who that number one seed was going to be. His teams ended up winning, and then we've even seen the last couple of years in the playoffs. I don't think Tom Brady's done just yet. I think that Tom Brady's weapons around him have been injured a lot this season. I don't think he's gotten anything from his running game, particularly Lennon Fournette, as the season's gone along. You look at him right now, third in the league in passing yards, not throwing as many touchdowns as we're used to, but I don't think Tom Brady's been playing quite as bad as it's been made out to be. I get it, man. He's 76 years old, so it's easy to point fingers and say <laughs> he's not the same guy that he used to be, and that's probably true. But you know who he's better than? You know who he's still better than? Sam Darnold. Okay, so let's not pretend like you're gonna let's not pretend like you're gonna put your money on the Panthers money line at plus 145 or anything like that. If anything, I feel pretty comfortable laying the three with Tampa. That number, though, 40 and a half, James, that's a low number, right? You would think that if everything I'm saying about Tom Brady is true, the two teams combined can get to 41 points, right? (laughs) You, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. We're talking about two teams (laughs) that are in the bottom seven in terms of scoring the football, man. Uh, The Bucs, I I don't know what to make of this Bucs offense, man. Like, what is going on? You know, look, I know it starts all up front, right? The offensive line has been absolutely ravaged, and um, and that's why Tom Brady, even though Tampa Bay leads the NFL in pass attempts, uh, they just haven't been that productive with their pass attempts, right? And it's a lot because they just don't have that downfield shot like they did last year with Mike Evans. That's just – that's gone. People, get that out of your mind. The deep shots to Mike Evans, that those are just bye-bye now. 
Okay, Tampa Bay doesn't have the protection set up for Tom Brady to, to, to hurl these things downfield. And I think that's part of the process of what they're trying to figure out. Tom Brady's getting that ball out so quick. This last game against Arizona, he got it out in 1.88 seconds. That's insane. Time to throw 1.88. Anything below two is just a bonkers number. I don't know if I've ever seen it at 1.88. That is just crazy. And that, to me, speaks, Sean, of Tom Brady being kind of nervous about the protection and wanting to get that ball out quick. Look, I'll say this about Tampa Bay. They've been the absolute stone-cold worst team in terms of covering the points. 3-11-1 against the spread. That's a 21.4% cover rate. That's the lowest percentage in the NFL. And so, Sean, when you say, okay, I'll take bucks plus three, normally I'd be right there with you, pal. But, boy, I'll tell you what, it has not been good for Tampa Bay against the spread. Yeah, minus three. And maybe that's maybe you're talking me into playing the money line, James. Maybe I'll just all right. I'll say they're gonna win <laughs> the game. And I don't feel comfortable laying the yeah. points. On the flip side, though, Jeez for Carolina, up, let's go. Let's it's it. tough to talk yourself into this Carolina team once you really get out your uh your microscope and start breaking it down and looking at some of these numbers. Yo, they could they could make the playoffs this year in theory and not have a thousand yard running back, a thousand yard wide receiver. Or wait for it, wow. a thousand-yard quarterback. Right now, Sam wow. Darnold is leading his team wow. in passing yards for the season <laughs> with seven hundred and fifty-nine. Yeah. Seven hundred and fifty-nine. Deontay Foreman's good, but he's not going to get to a thousand. DJ Moore's fine. He's at seven sixty-one. He ain't getting to a thousand. The fact that this team is winning any games, and the fact that we've gotten this late in the season, we're talking about Carolina possibly going on the road and beating Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, James, it wasn't that long ago. Well, I guess it's been a while now. But at the beginning of the year, they were the co-favorites, along with Buffalo and Kansas City, to win Mm -hmm. the Super Bowl. And here we are talking about Mm -hmm. them as only a three-point favorite at the crib, needing to beat the Carolina (laughs) Panthers. What are we talking about here? Like, what am I missing? Tampa knows they need to win this game. Tampa knows if they get in, they might be kind of dangerous. They're going to get a host of game, likely versus the Cowboys. There's no way Tom Brady loses this game, dude. To Sam Darnold, there's no way. Dude. I hear you, man. That that but that minus 175 money line's looking pretty enticing. That's all I gotta oh, yeah. say, too. 311 and one against the spread. I might take that money line, bro. Um, hey, some player props in this one before we move on here. Uh Sam Darnold. Uh, I know we were just trouncing on Sam Darnold, but can I say the Sam Darnold actually the last couple of games has actually been playing pretty good football? Um, and his over-under line on the passing total, just 187 and a half. Doug, you you gotta hammer that over. No, I mean, come on, dude. Like I, I just don't understand that line. 187 and a half passing for Sam Darnold, bro. Like, come on now. Like, in, uh, against Detroit, and I get it, it's it's Detroit. Okay, but 250 passing against Detroit and against Pittsburgh, a, but a much better defense, but 225 passing um, against Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay's, uh, look, I get it. They're, they're, they're good defensively, but they're not the unit they were last year. Um, I just don't understand that line at all. I'll, t- I'll hammer the over of 187 and a half. For Sam Darnold, that's that's a line like you're expecting Darnold to get yanked from the game. That's a crazy low number to me. Um, and then also, I'll, I'm also looking at the running backs there. Deontay Foreman, 60 and a half is the rushing line. Uh, and I'll take the over on that one as well. And then one more for you. Chris Godwin, 69 and a half 
is the um, receiving totals for him. I'll, I'll hammer that over easy for me. Yeah, I like the overs on Goblin. I'm right there with you. I can't agree quite as much on Sam Darnold's overs. Yeah, he's gotten 250 and 225 the last couple of weeks, but the problem is they don't yeah. let him throw the football. I mean, the reason Carolina is winning is because they're putting up historically <laughs> right. good running numbers. Whoever it is in the backfield, I was making fun That's of them true. not going to have a thousand yard rusher. Well, they're going to have a few dudes that put up some good numbers. They are a very, very good running football team. So I do think that that's if they're going to continue winning, that's their path to victory, which means Donald's not going to get a chance to throw the ball a lot. You mentioned how he put up a 250 last week against the Lions. That was only on 22 attempts, man. 22 is 22 is not true. We saw both quarterbacks in last night's game throw the ball 39 times. The week before that against Pittsburgh, he only threw it 23. So I just wonder if they're going to give him the opportunity to win or lose the game, opposed to just handing it off. Because if Carolina is going to beat Tampa, they're going to do it on the ground. Yeah, they have to do it on the ground. You're absolutely right there. Uh, and again, as you mentioned, over under at 40 and a half. You're talking me off of Sam Darnold, that passing prop. But boy, I really liked it uh, when I saw it. But over under at 40 and a half, so a, a low scoring game. Obviously, these two teams struggle to score the ball. They struggle to win football games as well, as does everyone <laughs> in the NFC South, including the New Orleans Saints, who are a five and a half point dog on the road against Philadelphia. We don't know whether or not Jalen Hurts will play as we check in at 6.50 a.m. on the West Coast time here. Um, but again, Saints, five and a half against the Eagles. How do you see the game playing out? Yeah, and the over-under looks suspiciously low right now, sitting there at 42. The Philadelphia Eagles, we know they can put up a 40 spot on their own, and they're at home. It comes down, as you mentioned, to the health of Jalen Hurts. To me, and this is just me saying this, I'm not a doctor, even though it took me seven and a half years to get through college. If Jalen Hurts <laughs> is out there, if he's healthy, then yeah. Philadelphia rolls, and they put up a bunch of points in this game. Philly's still playing, in theory, to get that number one seed, I feel like they like their chances. Obviously, they can still get caught by Dallas and Minnesota. But if Philly wins this game, they're sitting pretty. So if Jalen Hurts is playing, I would feel pretty comfortable laying that six and a half points and playing the overs as well. The Saints have just been a bugaboo, man, all year. They've been a very tough team to figure out. We're heading into the season. A lot of people thought that maybe they could win this division. Maybe that they were better than Tampa. And they could still win this division, but... It's going to take them winning this game on the road against the Eagles and then some smoke, mirrors, and luck to end up getting in. So New Orleans, to me, I would say one of the more disappointing teams in the NFC because the NFC is so wide open, right? There are so many teams mm -hmm. that are kind of meh that are still on the hunt. Like the New Orleans Saints should have at least been one of those teams, and here they are where they're probably going to get eliminated by the Eagles on Sunday. Uh, I don't think coaching has done them any favors. I think the way they utilize Alvin Kamara is very – it's head-scratching, right? Like they're running him up the middle a lot, which makes no sense when you think about the slipperiness and the, the speed that Kamara brings when he's running it to the outside. And then they just don't throw him the ball enough. It's like, come on, guys. Like, look at your pass-catching group. Throw Alvin Kamara the football. Let this man work. So I think coaching certainly and play calling uh, has not helped the New Orleans Saints. But – to kind of, I don't know, ease that just a little bit. Look, you lose Michael Thomas, and I get it. You know, the guy hasn't played football since the Reagan administration. Um, but <laughs> you lose Michael Thomas. Jarvis Landry goes on IR as well. All of a sudden, they're leaning on, like, Rashid Shaheed out of Weber State uh, to lead the pass-catching group. So it's – 
injuries are part of the game, but it certainly seems like the Saints didn't have the depth set up uh, for injuries to kind of, you know, ravage the team that they, as they kind of have. Uh, Philadelphia minus 275 money line, New Orleans plus 225 money line. I don't imagine the public's going to be touching that too much. Um, but yeah, the big question, of course, will Jalen Hurts play? I will say this too, Sean. I really like Gardner Minshew, man. I don't know what it is about the guy, man, but I dig it. Hey, listen, over his last 10 games, this is a guy that's averaged over 300 yards passing. Okay, he's got a ton of touchdowns. As a matter of fact, he's had more than two touchdowns or two or more touchdowns. Uh, what is it? In I, I want to say in 10 of his last 12 games. Okay, so this is a guy that can absolutely play. He's got a completion percentage pushing 70% right now over his last 10 games. He's been great. He's been absolutely great, and I think he's going to get it done. I really like Philadelphia uh, to cover five and a half points against the New Orleans Saints. Oh, my gosh, Sean, we are getting into it, man. But I tell you, we're going to talk a little college football as well. Pam Maldonado of Yahoo Sports joins us up in about one hour. You are listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. James Coe, Sean Levine, back in a moment. Presented by Bet. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 